I hope this episode finds you well. It's the new year, 2023. So whatever your goals are in the new year, don't be like normal people. Don't have a goal, set a goal. And then about February 15th, you stop that goal. Don't be that person. This episode is all about mindset, first order consequence, second order consequence, the mindset needed as a business owner. And I relate it back to being what I believe we have here, a collection of really high level clinicians. Before I go, um, this is going to be most likely in the next week or so, the last call for live event attendees in Fort Lauderdale. We've officially announced our guest speaker, Nyadi Bandisak. He is a performance-based PT out of New Jersey. And this is no joke on numbers. He started in 2018 at about $100,000 in revenue, making uh, having one room out of a CrossFit gym. And in 2022, he went seven figures. In four years of business, he 10 x He has a clinic gym hybrid model. It's an over 5,000 square foot facility. He's about 30 minutes from me. So I've gone up and, and been on his podcast. So he's got a podcast. He's a published author. He's a, a owner of a million dollar clinic. Um, has a gym as part of his business model. He's just a really, really, really impressive guy. And he is our guest speaker in Fort Lauderdale. That's January 22nd and 23rd. Um, We can get you in on a guest pass. If you're still interested, you got to let me know literally this week. I got to finalize all the, the food and all that jazz with our venue. So if you're hearing this in the first week of January um, and you're interested, this is it. So I, I need you. I need you now. If you want to go and, and see what we're going, see what's going on, we do have guest pass available. So please just let me know. Coaching at strive to move.com, but you're going to have to move on it quick because I will have to let the venue know very quickly. Uh, please like and share this if you enjoy it. We're about uh, almost a year into doing this. The podcast has grown tremendously month on month on month, which I'm super happy about. Obviously, we're trying to reach more people. And the more feedback I get seems like it's having an impact. So please, you know, share it on your Instagram, link us if you can, tell your friends, tell your enemies. We're having a great time doing it and we hope to see you soon. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the business school for the rehab chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy and please subscribe. So in 2012, I had the opportunity to work with Rutgers University women's gymnastics team. And so we would go there um, once or twice a week in season. And during practice, I think usually it was on a Monday morning, uh, the girls would sort of sub themselves in and out of their events and come over to see us on the sideline to treat whatever issues and ailments they were having. Um, As you guys know, as clinicians and rehab chiros, you know, gymnasts specifically at that high level, you know, division one gymnasts are, uh, obviously freakishly good at what they do, but they're also, also freakishly mobile and almost as a rule, hyper mobile. But time after time, the girls would come over to our table and they would say, Justin, my shoulder hurts. Uh, can you just do some stretching? Can you do some soft tissue on it? You know, just to make it feel better so I can go and compete. And 
um, more than that, and you guys have probably seen this, all the hypermobile people that you know do the doorway stretch for their pec or they take their arms and bend it over the back of their head. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. And so we would see these athletes uh, who are hypermobile as hypermobile gets, they would either self-stretch, they would crack their own backs and neck, they would foam roll, they would stretch because they felt tight all the time in their back, in their shoulders, in their quads, in their ankles. And so like most other people, the way to fix something being tight is to loosen it up. Now, you guys out there who are clinicians, we both know or we all know that most likely with someone in this profile, that hypermobile category, that if someone just continues to stretch and mobilize and stretch and mobilize hypermobile joints down the line or even in the moment, even if it feels good, we're going to create a, another problem. And so if you go and stretch hypermobile joints, you potentially could make those joints feel good in the moment, but we're not actually fixing the problem. So many times those patients or clients need what? They need some version of stability or strength training because essentially things are too loose, so we need to tighten them back up, so to speak, theoretically. What I just walked you through was a very good example of first-order consequence and second-order consequence. So the first order consequence is a gymnast who is hypermobile comes over at, to our table and they have pain. And when we stretch them, the first order consequence is it makes it feel better in the moment, at least temporarily. Stretching or doing tissue work helps them feel better. So that's the first order consequence. But after that, intuitively, what you guys understand from a clinic, clinical or clinician standpoint is the second order consequence of that is usually negative meaning that we've actually, at a minimum, done nothing to help the issue, or at a maximum, we've actually made the problem worse. If you're a rehab chiro out there, the story I just told is very basic. Like You're like, yeah, of course, Justin, what's the point? I didn't come here for my rehab. You are not the uh, exercise or fitness or clinical guy. You're right. However, the same thought process, first order consequence, second order consequence, actually applies more to business. So second order consequence is the problem you arise at after you theoretically solve the first problem. And because you guys are critical thinkers as rehab chiros, as clinicians, I feel like we should be able to have this conversation about business. Yet, so many of us are the lowest of low-level thinkers when it comes to business. So let me give you a business example. There are many people who come into my world and take our seven-week Cairo Biz 101 course, which is soup to nuts, the playbook of everything that we teach in our company. It's everything that we've used to get from zero to seven figures. And now we've helped hundreds, literally hundreds of rehab chiropractors do the same. Now, after the seven-week course is over, the people in the course, the rehab chiros, have the option to stay on to do a mastermind program with us, which is a continuation. And about 80% of people do stay on. But there's 20% of people that choose to leave. And every time I ask them, you know, why didn't you stay or what could have we done better? They say, they actually, the answer is always, oh no, the course was amazing. I have all the information. Now I just have to go implement. Let me say that again. 
I have all of the information. Now, I just have to go implement. And whenever I hear this, what I realize is a rehab chiropractor with this mentality is essentially a clinician that thinks somebody that's tight, that's hypermobile, should stretch. It's the lowest of low-level thinking when it comes to business. Someone with this thought pattern has never considered the second-order consequence. So if in clinical terms, the second-order consequence of stretching a hypermobile patient is making them more unstable or or creating more instability, what's the second-order consequence of someone getting the information and then having to go implement? Well, there's multiple. But the first one is that they never considered what happens when they go to implement the information. Meaning, in business, every time you solve one problem, you create a new problem. So you have all the information, you go deploy it, and you're ready to go, and now you have to implement. But as soon as you implement, you've created another problem. It's not because the information was bad or negative. Actually, it was exactly what you needed. But just like so many other things in life, as soon as you solve one problem, you inherently create a new one. So let's play this out in business. So let's say you take the course, the seven-week course, and you go, and you implement everything exactly how we teach, and you're a solo provider. And all of a sudden, your prices are right, you're making money, patients are coming in the door, and your schedule gets really full. Well, what's the second-order consequence? Now that you've run out of time after implementing because you filled, filled your schedule, the second-order consequence of that problem is now you might need to hire, but you don't have time because you just ran out of time because you filled your schedule. And an entrepreneur, their only assets are time and money. And so now what? Well, now you're stuck. That's a second order consequence. Let's give another example. Let's say you charge the right price, you do all the non-digital marketing, and you get your schedule full, and you have good money, and money's coming in, and you have margin coming in, And that's really great. But once your schedule gets full, you look to implement a bigger digital marketing strategy. And when you implement that digital marketing strategy, because you have the money to do so, all of a sudden, you have leads that are not coming in like they did before. So the first order consequence is you got your schedule busy from doing digital, from doing non-digital events. And then You started to pay because you didn't have time to get digital leads. But now, these leads are cold and they don't know how to come into your office and they just want to get a quick adjustment and you think that digital marketing doesn't work. But the second order consequence is that you haven't learned how to speak to this type of client. Inherently, this isn't a problem that's not solvable, but you don't know how to solve that problem because it didn't exist before. And so. If I can help you and help you understand anything, it's really, as I always say, you guys are brilliant. You guys are the most brilliant clinicians around. But all I'm asking is that you can take those clinical skills and those critical thinking skills, even so basic, like I'm going to preach to the choir, like they have low back problems and you're not just going to adjust them. You are going to implement some other exercise or mobility at a distal area because you know that the second order consequence is that it's not just back pain. There are other things factoring in. So you know that clinically. But business-wise, why do we think so binary? Like, I'm going to get the information to implement and I'm going to be fine. That's not how this works.
I think what I'm asking a lot of you guys to do is have the same level of respect you have as a clinician as you do as a business person. Many of you out there believe that you're going to spend all your time, effort, and energy being that clinician, but you are a business owner. You are an entrepreneur. And all I'm asking is to give it that same level of respect. That if we're going to consider solving one problem, just understand and accept that you will create another set of problems. And if you don't know how to solve the new problem that you just created, you're never going to grow your business. You're going to keep getting started and getting stuck. You're going to keep seeing a flat line. You're going to keep getting your schedule busy, and then all of a sudden, it's going to fall off a cliff. Why? Because you just solved one problem and created a new problem. Without having the foresight to see where the next problem is going to come and exist, you're going to keep getting stuck. You're going to get going and get stuck. You're going to get stuck. And guess what? That's absolutely exhausting. And at some point, you're just going to give up. So I believe that experts, I believe that experts in any field are able to predict when the problem comes and when it, and it's going to come before and solve it before it happens, right? Experts predict. Clinically, experts predict. I remember I had a patient one time and she came in with like knee arthrosis, knee arthritis, or knee didn't extend all the way. Um, but I remember actually the first visit sending her home with some repeated extension, joint end range extension to the knee. And she came back after the first session. She was lovely and she didn't give me a hard time. But she said, wow, I think you hurt me more. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, my knee is more sore today than it was last time. It feels worse. And in that moment, what I realized was that I forgot I was not an expert in that situation and that I did not predict the next problem that I would face and I did not let her know. Inherently, I knew that this was a a potential thing that could happen. I just didn't let her know. The reason why she was sore in her knee is because we were restoring some joint range of motion that she hadn't accessed in probably 30 years. And so an expert in that situation would say, Sally, I'm giving you these repeated extension exercises. Your knee probably hasn't been in this position in 25 years. And so there's a really good chance that you're going to come back here and actually be more sore. Don't be alarmed. It probably means we're on the right track. Now, if she came back, most likely what she would have said is, yep, you were right, Justin. I am really sore in my knee. And everything would have been just fine. But because I wasn't an expert in that, in that situation, I didn't predict or, and I didn't tell her what was about to happen. And so she was kind of annoyed that I didn't tell her her knee was going to be more sore. Business, oftentimes I'll get people on calls and I'll talk to them and say, what's the goal for the next six months? Well, my schedule is only 50% full and I'm going to execute this marketing plan. I'm going to fill my schedule. And then I always say, what's going to happen next? And there's a dead silence and a pause. Because no one considered that the second order consequence of filling your schedule is that you're not going to have time to do the thing that just got your schedule full. And then inevitably what's going to happen, your schedule is going to become half full again. And then you're going to go and do the thing 
the marketing to get your schedule full again. And you're going to continue the cycle for the next 25 years because nobody ever stopped to tell you, hey, did we stop and think about the second order consequence of actually filling your schedule? And that potentially what we have to do is before that happens, we have to predict that it will and then come up with a plan, whether that's hiring or that's price rise or that's business model, don't know yet, but think of something before it just keeps happening. Now, as you're listening to this and you're a young clinician out there, a young business owner between zero and 10 years in business, what you're probably thinking is, oh yeah, this makes a lot of sense. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, this is the level of thinking that's out there. And most of us never actually fix it. And so taking it all the way back, all the way back, What I'm trying to do on this podcast, what I try to do in our mastermind, what I try to do in any contact I have with clinicians is just to say, hey, listen, take a step back. I know who you are as a clinician and you're fantastic because you critically think and solve problems. And I think it's amazing. I really do. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, the reason why I'm so passionate about doing this business stuff is because I believe that we as Rehab Kairos are the forefront. I believe we are the champions in the chiropractic profession and quite frankly, in in our physical health professions right now. And so I need you guys to take that and now become better business owners, become high-level business owners, just like you guys are high-level clinicians. Because if you are a high-level clinician, but not a good business owner, it's going to be the greatest tragedy in the world. No one's going to know about you. The second level to that, you're never going to be able to build a team. The third level to that, there are going to be rehab chiros that come out of school who are world-class clinicians that have nowhere to work, which has happened already. Many of you guys listening are in that position or have been in that position. So the first order consequence of not building your business or critically thinking is you're not going to do well. The second order consequence is we're not going to create jobs for other rehab chiros coming out. The third order consequence is rehab chiro is never going to grow. But I need us to have this level of thinking. We have to think about this. Always consider what's the second order consequence? What am I not seeing? If I solve this problem, what problem is going to come up next? If you have all the information and you think that you're just going to go implement, I promise you, you're going to do that for the next 10 years and still wondering why you can't implement. And it's not going to show up that way. You're going to have a different excuse. I know that because I've seen it. You're going to trick yourself into thinking that, oh, I had a baby. Oh, I got married. Oh, I uh, something happened. Oh, business is different. Oh, I want to change what I'm doing. No, you're going to trick yourself into thinking the problem was you never actually solve the real problem. You never thought beyond initially just this person has back pain, let me crack their back. That's where you are as a business person. If you just think that you have all the information and I need to go implement. You guys are going to laugh, but you know what that sounds a lot like? The same guy that needs to lose 50 pounds and he says, I know what to do. I just got to do it. And it's like, well, why aren't you doing it? Because you're trying to solve the wrong problem. I was recently listening to a podcast. I believe it's called My First Million. And these guys are, are really good. I, I would shout out to their pod. I think that's what it's called. They did a lesson. They're not fitness or health guys. They're, they're entrepreneurs. But they did an episode talking about their own health and fitness. And the one guy said, um, you know, I spent out 15 grand a year on my own health between massage and between nutrition and gym and all that type of stuff. And he's like, what I, when I finally realized that I've studied all this stuff now, five, six years, and I could write my own program and I could do all of this, but I wasn't paying for that. 
I was paying people because I needed to be accountability. I needed to keep it interesting. I needed all the other elements other than just doing the thing. And what I thought was so brilliant in that moment was that he understood the second, third order consequence, that it wasn't just about the thing anymore. He changed the reason. He redefined it so that he wouldn't get in his own way anymore. And I think for you guys out there as rehab chiros and as entrepreneurs, a lot of you guys just keep getting stuck in your own way. You're in your own way over and over and over. You tell yourself why not. You talk yourself out of things. You let your husband or wife tell you not to do something when they work a, a nine to five. You're they're not an entrepreneur. You just keep finding reasons why not. And so you're going to be listening to this in the new year. And so I hope that 2023 is the year to start thinking number one. What problem am I going to create when I solve the first problem? Number two, what is the second order consequence? Number three, how can I stop doing the things that got me stuck? Because if you can do those three things, you've got a chance to make a business that's really successful. You've got a chance to build a life for yourself and your family. Because right now, if you're not happy with the results you're getting, it's because of how you think. It's because of what you're doing. There's only one way to change that. That's to change you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.